Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. bluenile.com code LISTEN. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Tuesday Night Jaw. Hello you lovely lot and welcome to this week's edition of Tuesday Night Hiya, Bab. How's it going? Welcome to Tuesday Night Jaw. How are you doing? I hope that you've all had a good week. If you're a returning listener, then welcome back. So glad that you would join me again. And if you're a new listener, hello. Welcome to Tuesday Night Jaw. This might not be the best episode for you to get a first impression on because this week is a special edition. You might be able to tell from the title. You probably will, you know, if you've looked at it. Um, But I don't have one special guest interview this week. I've got a big Popmaster special that includes six guests. It's like a battle royale of quizzes. I don't know. So if you are a returning listener, you'll know about Big Popmaster. But if you're new, I'll just explain. Big Popmaster is a wrestling quiz. 10 wrestling questions from all over the time space continuum so wrestling from the olden 80s days or olden days I was born in the 80s from the older days of wrestling right up to the modern day here Japan America you know around um and it's usually questions related to big crowd reactions that's why it's called big pop master you see and it's a rip off of pop master from BBC Radio 2 10 wrestling questions this week instead of just asking wrestling fans and listeners of this podcast to take part i am pitting wrestling fans against wrestlers to see who has the better wrestling general knowledge wrestlers wise this week i am joined by hustle malone who is going to take on rob from widnes gene money is going to take on chris from crawley and Flash Morgan Webster has taken time out of his busy NXT UK schedule to take on Andy from Gosport. So can't wait to bring that to you. Coming up now, get your notebook ready. The current reigning champion in my eyes of Big Pop Master was Colin Russell Ames, who's the ring announcer at Kamikaze Pro in Birmingham. He took part in the quiz and scored 9 out of 10. No one else that's 
taken part in the quiz has scored that highly. We haven't had a 10 yet. And we haven't had another nine. Colin was, you know, top of the leaderboard. If you think that you have what it takes, judging by, you know, the next three quizzes that you hear with these six contestants, let me know. It doesn't matter if you're a wrestler or a fan or whatever. If you want to take part and you think that you could get a good score that would give Colin a run for his money, let me know. Send me a WhatsApp message. My number is plus four four seven eight eight two double zero five eight zero three. So that's O seven eight eight two double zero five eight zero three. Or if you want to send me a tweet, you can. It's at Bozzers, but Ozers are error, sir. You can find me there. Without further ado, let's get into this quiz. We're gonna kick things off with Rob from Widness. Let's go, Rob. Let's go, Rob. Let's go, Rob. <laughs> Tuesday night door. Rob, hello. Welcome. How's it going? Yeah, not too bad. Good. Um, I wanted to know whether you've played along with Big Popmaster before. Yes. And how did you get on? Between six and eight, so... If I, can, if I can do that this week, I'll be happy. Okay, so what's your strong suit? Where where do you feel like your expertise lies and what's your weak spot? I don't know. I said probably at the minute. I'm definitely more like, probably I'm NXT quite a lot. Bit of AEW. Yeah. Like mid-90s WCW might be a bit of a down spot for me, but... Okay. I always, I'm sort of like really apprehensive to stick any AEW stuff in it because so many of their events have had no crowds whatsoever. So it's hard to do like big pops when there's been no flipping pops at all, apart from like people in their house or whatever. Okay. So Colleen is still the one to beat with nine out of 10, just so you know, no, no pressure. I'm just going to get straight into it. Let's, let's see how you get on. Question number one. The first ever Tables, Ladders and Chairs match featuring Edge and Christian, the Hardy Boys and the Dudley Boys took place at which WWE pay-per-view and in which year? WrestleMania 2000. It was SummerSlam 2000. It was SummerSlam. Sorry, man. (laughs) The second TLC match took place at WrestleMania 17 in which Jeff Hardy swantoned off a 16-foot ladder onto which two superstars that were lying on a table on the outside. You get a point for each. Spike and Stacey Keebler? It was Spike and Rhino, so one point on that one. Which all-time great of baseball was tombstoned by Kane at WrestleMania 14, ahead of Kane's match against Undertaker. Uh, Ron. No, it's gone. I know. I know. It was Pete Rose of the Cincinnati Reds. He'd been talking smack to that Boston crowd. At which WrestleMania was Macho Man Randy Savage reunited with Miss Elizabeth? Five? Seven. It was WrestleMania seven. (laughs) Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. You've got a chance to redeem yourself. This one is about a fake crowd pop. So 
In the 2002 movie Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire's character comes face-to-face with which WWE legend who plays the intimidating cage fighter, Bonesaw? Randy Savage. It was Randy Savage, correct. Yeah. Yeah. In August 2004, which Impact star put Dixie Carter through a table, a powerbomb that broke her back? Samoa Joe? It was Bully Ray. That was Joe, it was on the tip of my tongue as well. Was it? Don't worry about it. I need to just check because I think I've put too many questions in here and I don't want to... Uh... Let me just check. How many have we done so far? One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, I've put one too many questions, so this is look of the draw for you now. Talking of the Dudley boys, who inducted them into the Hall of Fame? Nasty boys? It was Edge and Christian. (laughs) Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. In November 1999, which actor was given a WWE Championship belt by Vince McMahon, dubbed the box office champion, and later in that same episode of SmackDown, beat up Triple H? Which actor? Oh, I, I'm not sure. I, do you know what? I'm going to say David Arquette, but I don't think it is. It was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. In 2002, D-Generation X travelled around in a bus that they dubbed the DX Express. Which superstar dropped a steel beam onto it, causing it to explode in a parking lot? Stone Cold. Stone Cold's correct. Right. <laughs> You've got three out of ten points. Don't worry. I feel like, you know, unless you watch a lot of WWE in the 2000s, you were going to get stuck there, weren't you? I feel like maybe I... uh... I was kind of just like, during the 2000s, it was definitely what was on Sunday Night Heat. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember that because it felt like every every match during heat had got too cool in it. That's what I remember when I was a kid. It just felt like it was constant too yeah. cool matches every Sunday. Well, the main thing is that you had fun. Did you have fun? I did. Good. That's all that matters. It doesn't matter how many points you got. I got more than one, which is what my, my wife told me I needed to get. Oh, what's your wife's name? Nicola. <laughs> Nicola. Hello. I hope you're listening. I hope she's listening still. I'll make sure she is. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Well, thanks for taking part. You've been a really good sport. And I was going to say stick around because you might be in the Champion of Champions, but I'm finding it hard for anyone to beat Colin. Colin's 9 out of 10. He's just just dominating it. But thanks for taking part. And thanks for listening to Tuesday Night Joy. It means a lot. I will do. Thank you. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Bye. Tuesday Night Joy. And pitting his wits against Rob from Widnes, trying to score more than 3 out of 10, we have got Hustle Malone, the main character, the protagonist of professional wrestling, host of the Show Day podcast on Spotify, Apple, podcasts, all that kind of stuff. Let's see how you get on. Hustle Malone. Tuesday night door. Hustle, welcome to Tuesday Night Door. How's it going? I'm doing good, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. No worries. Thanks for coming on. You've got a podcast of your own, haven't you? You want to give it a little plug while we're here? 
I do, please, yeah. Uh, it's the Show Day podcast with Hustle Malone, where I talk to people from up and down the British wrestling scene, Shea Persa, Los Federales, uh, Lucy from Progress that you've recently had. Yeah, Lucy, um, Cool. Yeah, get in the nitty-gritty and, uh, yeah. Where can people find it? On any place that you can get podcasts, iTunes, Spotify. Just type in Show Day, Hustle Malone. If you go to the beach and pick up a shell, you'll probably hear me. <laughs> I respect the hustle. <laughs> Always appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I have choices for you. This is not going to make any difference, so it's sort of look at the draw, but I've got three competitors that you can go up against. Would you like to go up against Andy from Gosport, Chris from Crawley, or Rob from Widnes? Ooh. Uh, full disclosure for you, uh, I'm fully here to um, to take shots because I know you had Colin Russell Ames on on recently, and he got nine out of ten. So if I'm yeah. if I'm only here to drag his name through the mud, then I'm, I'm happy <laughs> with being here. But uh, Rob, let's have Rob. Okay, Rob from Widnes. Let's go. I won't tell you what Rob got until the end. All right. Okay. So question number one. The first ever tables, ladders and chairs match featuring Edge and Christian, Hardy Boys, the Dudley Boys, took place at what WWE pay-per-view and in which year? I need you to tell me both for the point. Oh, my God. Uh, is it too early to just start casually slagging off Colin? Because I can see this is about as successful Listen, man. as going to be. Listen, man, I'm not, I'm not having it on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. I'll uh, I'll do an hour of my own podcast. I'll leave it <laughs> on. I'll just tag him off. Uh, okay. Let's say. Let's say. WrestleMania nineteen ninety eight. SummerSlam two thousand. Right. Okay. All, all you can hope for at this point, if you're going against Russell um, Colin, is yeah. to get every single question right. But that's not what it's about today. You're trying to beat Rob from Widnes. So, question Say it very two. casually. Like, oh, all I've got to do is get them all right, right? Yeah. No, no big deal. Question number two. The second TLC match took place at WrestleMania 17, in which Jeff Hardy swantoned off a 16-foot ladder onto which two superstars laying on a table on the outside. You get a point for each. Okay. Jeff Hardy swamped on, onto two people. Yeah, lying on the table on the outside. By a process of alarm, uh, elimination uh, and just rough common sense, I'm going to go Devon Dudley and Christian. Spike Dudley and Rhino. That's just cheating. <laughs> Why is it cheating? That's not cheating. They're, they're not allowed. Oh, God. They were there. They were there and they were on the table. I'm we really sorry. <laughs> right. Question number three. Which all-time great of baseball was tombstoned by Kane at WrestleMania 14 ahead of his match with The Undertaker? Pete Rose? It was Pete Rose. Yes. <laughs> If I'd, got none, I'd have just had to have, uh, if I'd have got no questions right, I'd have had to just mail you my gear. <laughs> this is done. <laughs> well, 
well done. Well, you got one. You got one. One out of four so far, points-wise. Nice. Next question. At which WrestleMania was Macho Man Randy Savage reunited with Miss Elizabeth? I just have to give you the number. Okay. Uh, am I allowed to swear on this podcast? Yeah. Rob, you're a bitch, right? Rob, meet me outside, right? Leave Rob alone. I'm not having this. Rob, right? Car park, tops off. Yeah, let's go. That's how we deal with things. Don't ask people to take their clothes off on this podcast. That's how, you, that's how things are dealt with in the modern world, right? Car park, tops off. I'm going to go uh, WrestleMania 4. <sighs> WrestleMania 7. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you made the noise like I'm... Ooh. <laughs> ooh. You single digits. <laughs> Didn't say Roman numerals, so ooh, close. Yeah. Question number five. This one is about a fake crowd pop. In the 2002 movie Spider Man, Tobey Maguire's character comes face to face with which WWE legend who plays the intimidating cage fighter Bonesaw? That's Macho Man Randy Savage. Ooh, yeah. It is. Oh. Uh, you don't get an extra point, but give me your best Macho Man Randy Savage impression. Ooh, yeah. That was brilliant. <laughs> you blew my speakers out. <laughs> <laughs> Question number six. In August 2014, which impact star put Dixie Carter through a table, a powerbomb that broke her back. Okay, I mean, well, first of all, I want to say that I bet Rob has crap credit. I bet he's got a real rubbish credit score. I bet he can't get loans for nothing. Um, But secondly, I want to say that it's Bully Ray or Bubba Ray Dudley. Correct. (laughs) You got three. You got three. Question number six. No, seven. Speaking of the Dudleys, who inducted them into the Hall of Fame? Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Again, it's kind of like process of elimination, isn't it? Like... Or you could just know it. (laughs) Don't get smart with me, yeah? I'm a bunch you in with Colin and Rob. I ain't taking my top off, mate. Car park rules. Um, Edge and Christian. Correct. No. (laughs) Four. Well done. Next question. In November 1999, which actor was given a WWE Championship belt by Vince McMahon, dubbed the box office champion, and later in that same episode of SmackDown, beat up Triple H. Just a quick one, right? Is mm-hmm. is Rob's last name like Dudley or something or McMahon? Are you are you, you going to sass me this whole yes. time? A hundred. Uh, only what I made my career on or anything is this. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I'm more. I'm sassing Rob. I'm sorry if the sass comes through you. You don't know how Rob's doing. I ain't told you what Rob's got. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's Rob Dudley. He's at the fourth one. I'm going to go Arnold Schwarzenegger. Correct. <laughs> I kept my eye on you then to make sure you weren't Googling. <laughs> uh, right. <clears throat> this is your last question. 
Boom. So listen closely. In 2000, D-Generation X travelled in a bus that they dubbed the DX Express, which Superstar dropped a steel beam onto it, causing it to explode in the parking lot. I'm, I'm going to listen when this comes out, and I'm going to make sure that you, um, you talk to Rob the same way that you talk to me like I'm a naughty kid at school, right? Well, he didn't misbehave like you have, Russell. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, 97, you said? I said 2000. Oh, okay, okay. Do you, do you want me to repeat the question? I, no, I, I, uh, I'm tied between two names. Well, tell me the right one. Steve Austin. Correct! (laughs) Well done. You got six points out of a possible ten points. Not bad, man. How do you feel? Um, I I tell you what, right? Like, I heard this quote years ago. I don't really care much about football, but I heard this quote years ago. Jose Mourinho's team were losing in the first leg of a match, and he was like, we haven't lost. It's just half time. If the game was longer, we would have won. And if this was 30 questions, right, Colin, he'd be face down in a car park. Rob, he'd have his head in the wheelie bin, right? And I, and I wouldn't get this sass. But I appreciate you having me on. I appreciate you coming on. Colin has murked you, as they say, <laughs> technically. Um, I'm going to let you know how Rob did. Rob got three out of ten. Yes! <laughs> So you beat him. I get to keep my boots. <laughs> you get to keep your boots. Um, and you go out of here with some level of glory. But, you know, big up Colin. That's all I'm saying. I'll take it. Thanks for joining me on Tuesday Night Jaw. Thanks, Thanks for coming on. No worries. Take care now. Tuesday Night Jaw. He's got a lot to say, that guy, hasn't he? <laughs> I think I like it. <laughs> Hustle Malone coming in, 6 out of 10, beating Rob by twice as much and loving it as it gives him a good opportunity to gloat. So, well done, Hustle. Next up, we're going to have Chris from Crawley and then we'll see how Gene Money fares against him and whether they can beat Hustle Malone's reigning 6 points. Tuesday night, Joe. So, uh, welcome to Big Pop Master, Chris from Crawley. Chris, how are you doing? Yeah, not bad, not bad at all. Good. Now, have you been taking part in Big Pop Master at home over the last few weeks? I have, but I've definitely not been doing as well as the guys that you've had on before. Okay, I love that. You still want to come on and have fun. That's what it's all about. What's your favourite kind of wrestling? What's your strong suit? And where do you feel like you might lack with your knowledge a little bit? Um, I'll start with the lack. I definitely lack in the uh, Japanese wrestling, which I think has been uh, a trend along for most people. Yeah, it's the same for me as well. Yeah, I keep up with the results, but um, yeah, don't don't ask me to name names or anything like that. Yeah, I'll be like, in 1995 at New Japan Pro Wrestling. (laughs) No, 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 I'm not going to hit you with any of those. So we'll just get straight into it then. Question number one. In April 2014, which pro wrestling Noah superstar signed with NXT? I'll take either his uh, indie name or his WWE name. 2014. Oh, I'm thinking that's probably going to be K 
Kenta. Correct. His WWE name, out of curiosity, do you know what it is? Oh, Hideo Itami. Correct. You don't get an extra point for that, but I just wanted to know. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Question number two. In which year did Finn Balor debut The Demon on Raw? On Raw, so I'm, because I'm thinking, I'm thinking he won that Universal title at SummerSlam 2016, so I'm going to have to go to 2016. Correct. Question number three, which I think you're going to know, who did he beat to become the inaugural Universal Champion at SummerSlam shortly after? Oh, it was Seth Rollins, I think. It was Seth Rollins, three out of three. There we are. <laughs> You could tell it was Finn Balor that got me back into uh, wrestling again, wasn't it? So it's... Well, that's good to know because question number four is Finn Balor <laughs> <laughs> faced Seth Rollins and one other opponent in the opening match of WrestleMania 34 competing for the Intercontinental Championship. Who was that third man? Oh, I'm struggling with that one, actually. I'm ba- not going to lie. Balor, Rollins and... Is it Bobby Lashley? Oh, it's the Miz. It's the Miz. Oh, no. I was rooting for you there, man. I was rooting. (laughs) Question number five. Carmella became the first female Money in the Bank winner in June 2017. But can you name all four other women who competed in that match? You've got to get all four to get the point. Um, it seems like the sort of match that Natalia would have been in. Correct. Uh, I'm trying to think. Bailey. No. No. It was Becky Lynch, Charlotte, Tamina, and Natalia. I would never have got Tamina. I would have. I would have probably gone for the other lot after after Bailey. But no, Tamina, I'd never got that. Drats. No worries. Still three out of five. So you're doing really well. Question number six. Carmella cashed in the briefcase. 287. Sorry, I said that really weird. Let me start it again. (laughs) Carmella cashed in the briefcase 287 days later to beat who for the SmackDown women's title? Uh... If it helps, it was two days after WrestleMania 34. I think it might have been Charlotte. It was Charlotte, yeah. Four out of six. On the November the 21st, 2006 episode of ECW, Matt and Jeff Hardy reunited to compete together for the first time in nearly five years. Who did they face and beat in that match? Oh, I'm thinking about that time. Maybe the Edgeheads at the time, that would have been about Edge's feud, but that might have been, that's probably wrong. It's wrong. It was FBI, the full-blooded Italians. Oh, blimey. Yeah, never getting that. Okay, question number eight. Can you name the two full-blooded Italians that competed in that match for another point? Probably would have been Nunzio, Little Guido, whatever he was going by at the time. Little Guido's correct. Yeah. And then, what, was it Johnny Stamboli at that point? It was Tony Mameluke. Oh. oh. So close. So close. 
I'm going to give you half a point for that. That's good. <laughs> Only for a phone five, so that's uh, we're well on the way. Okay, okay. We've got two more questions. I think you can do it. Question number nine. Which WWF star popped up during the very first episode of WCW Nitro, baffling fans as to what he was doing there after he'd appeared for the rival company just two hours before? I think I might have watched this recently. Is it Lex Luger? It's Lex Luger! Yeah, five and a half. Tell what I've been doing with while we've all been locked up in. I've been catching up on the Monday Night Wars. So good for you, man. It's it's a good it's a good expenditure of time, I think. Um out of curiosity, you don't get an extra point for it, but what match did he come out during? Do you know? Don't worry if you don't, I was just asking. No, um, it might have been six man, I think, or, but I can't remember who was in it. I believe it was Sting and Ric Flair. Oh, no, you are right. Yep, yep. Yeah, that, that's it. That rings a bell now. And finally, question number 10. Which superstar entered the 2002 Royal Rumble match at number 25, earning himself a full-time WWF contract? 2002... I've been maybe is it a tough enough guy? It might have been Maven. I'm not sure. It was Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect. Oh, I should have got that. My son just made me watch all the Royal Rumbles. And oh, see, so... That's amazing. How old's your son? He's ten, and he's just uh, he was obsessed. We're back to about I think we're at 1995 at the moment, but we've been going backwards. That's so lovely. What a lovely experience to share. Royal Rumble's always been my favourite, and I think it's that element of like not knowing what's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I love the surprises. You know, can't beat like when AJ Styles came out and debuted. It's uh, yeah, crazy. It's, it's silly, but one that I really remember was you remember when Honky Tonk Man came out. Was that not um, a, like a Legends Rumble or something? Do you remember that? I can't remember when it was, but for some reason that always strikes a chord with me. <laughs> Well, my, my son is also obsessed with the Honky Tonk Man. We've had to buy at least two Honky Tonk Man figures. So it's, he, uh, it's, it's one that, you know, I think it's the guitar. Amazing. That's so sweet. <laughs> right. I believe you've got five and a half. Good. That's, I've got over halfway. That was what I was aiming for. Good. Half a point more than you thought. So very, very good. Thank you. Is there anybody you want to say hello to that might be listening to this? Um, I shout out to my oldest wrestling friend who may be listening to this. Or, well, I'll make him listen to this anyway, even if he's not. It's uh, uh, Clinton, who I worked with years and years and years ago. And we, we kept in contact just because of the wrestling. Oh, that's lovely. Hello, Clinton. And thank you, Chris, so much for taking part. Uh, you've been a really good sport and it's been really lovely to talk to you. So thanks. So much. No worries. Bye for now. Right. Tuesday night, Joe. Not a bad job there, Chris from Crawley, five and a half out of ten. That's not a score to be sniffed at on Big Pop Master, I don't think. But if anyone is going to have a sniff at it, it's going to be that damn dirty dog, the wrestling dog himself, Gene Money. Gene Money is Chris from Crawley's competitor of the day. Let's see how he gets on against Chris. Moreover, can he score more than Hustle Malone's six out of ten? Even moreover... Could he beat Hustle Malone in a straight-up fist fight in a car park with no tops on? I'd be interested to know. 
we wouldn't be able to do that for the podcast because it wouldn't make for good listening i shouldn't imagine quizzing on the other hand i, I quite like a quiz so let's get into it gene money taking on chris from crawley how do you get on gene let's find out tuesday night door. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, Gene Money, welcome to Tuesday Night Jewel. What's shaking, Buzz? How are we doing? I'm all right, man. I'm a bit disappointed that you're not a real dog. It's you know it, it's that it's that fact that it breaks everyone's heart when they realise I'm not the star of Air Bud and <laughs> like my IMDb credits have been a lie. Yeah, we're, we're good. Yeah. Um, how are you? Have you listened to Big Popmaster in the past? Have you heard this quiz before? I have heard Popmaster. Ken Bruce. <laughs> right. So Big Popmaster is sort of like that, but not as complex because ain't nobody got time for trying to work out all that maths. Uh, what it is, 10 wrestling questions, sort of relating to big wrestling pops. So I'm going to get straight into it, but you have a choice. There's two sets of questions. You're going to be going up against a fan who has already taken these quiz questions. You can either go up against Andy from Gosport or Chris from Crawley. Well... Andy does sound really tempting, but Chris from Crawley's got alliteration in his name, so I'm like... That's what I'm saying. that. Excellent. Okay, 10 questions. Let's see how you get on. No pressure. And I'll tell you how um, Chris from Crawley did after you've answered these questions, if I can flip in, remember. All right, let's go. In April 2014... Which pro wrestling Noah superstar signed with NXT? Uh, that was Pac. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, I don't, uh, Kenta. It was Kenta. I'm going to let you have it. Uh, yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> I might have taken your first answer there, but I'm being kind. Right, question number two. Your name is Pakenta, so like. Just don't worry about it. Oh, I see. See, you know all the shoot names. I'm not that involved. <laughs> Question number two. In which year did Finn Balor debut The Demon on Raw? Uh, 
2016? 2016's right. Congratulations. Question number three. Who did he beat to become the inaugural Universal Champion at SummerSlam shortly after? Seth Rollins, I do know that one. Yeah, correct. Three out of three, not bad. Question number four. Finn Balor faced Seth Rollins and one other opponent in the opening match of WrestleMania 34, competing for the Intercontinental Championship. Who was the third man? Ah, uh, Christ on a bike. Um, was it Miz? It was the flipping Miz. Yeah. Suck it, <laughs> You don't know how well he's doing, so don't get cocky. <laughs> Question number five. Carmella became the first female Money in the Bank winner in June 2017. But can you name all four other women who competed in that match? One point for all four. Uh, so I can't just say yes. Um, uh, all right, let's say Becky Lynch. Um, Nikki Bella? Wah, wah. No, I'm afraid not. It was Becky Lynch, Charlotte, Tamina and Natalia. Wonderful. Question number six. Carmella cashed in the briefcase 287 days later to beat who for the SmackDown women's title? It was two days after WrestleMania 34. God, I am not good with my dates. Uh, oh, I can say Becky Lynch. No, all right, yeah. I'll it was Charlotte. It was Charlotte. Yeah. Good. Oh, I've lost you. Are you back? He's back. <laughs> Question number seven. On the November the 21st, 2006 episode of ECW, Matt and Jeff Hardy reunited to compete together for the first time in almost five years. Who did they face and beat in that match? What year? 2006? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to just think of ECW tag team. It's like... Was it Miz and Morrison? It was the full-blooded Italians, FBI. Oh. Ha- oh, how who? If Chris from Crawley got this, like, we're having words. Question number eight. Can you name the two members of Full-Blooded Italians that competed in that match? Oh, so... Uh, would have been Nunzio. And so there was three of them in there. There was... It was either... Because I think Chuck Palumbo was one of them briefly, but Johnny the Bull Stamboli was one as well. But by the look on your face, I'm going to guess neither of those are correct. I'm going to say, oh no, I think I've lost you. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just freezing so that you don't well, take anything from our face. face. Um, uh, let's go with Johnny the Bull, Stamboli. Tony Mameluke. Tony Mameluke. Ah, oh, it bloody was. It was originally. It was. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I was thinking of SmackDown 2004 FBI, not ECW, WWE, FBI. Christ. I told you that. I told you it's 2006 ECW. Come on now. You did, but you know what? 
Buzz. Like, that was 14 years ago. <laughs> and I'm trying to be in the mid card these days. I don't, have, I don't have the time to remember those guys. <laughs> Question number nine. You're on four at the moment, by the way. Oh, that is atrocious. Question number nine. Which WWF star popped up during the first ever WCW Nitro? baffling fans as to what he was doing there after he had appeared for the rival company just two hours before. Um, yeah, this was uh, Lex Luger, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, well done. It was at a shopping centre or some shit. <laughs> and finally, which superstar entered the 2002 Royal Rumble at number 25 earning himself a full-time WWF contract. Was that Maven? It was Mr. Perfect. Oh. It just sounds like it's going to be someone new, doesn't it? Because they earn a contract. Yeah, I was like, that's a really underwhelming answer. I mean, Mr. Perfect's amazing. But it's <laughs> like, oh, okay. It's just, it's just not satisfying. Right, do you want to try and, for an extra, you know, pop, do you want to hum Mr. Perfect's theme tune? <laughs> no, don't, you don't have to do that. Uh, <laughs> my God, yes. I, you don't I get any extra points. points. This is just for fun. All right. Um, I'm going to sing his son's version of it because it's easier to remember. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's good i was really happy about that you got <laughs> you got five out of ten five out of ten oh, that's 50 percent. that's that's not a passing grade how you feeling about it like if this were my gcse's i'd be resitting well you don't have to resit. Forget, if it was my gcse's i'd probably have it marked down so I'd be resetting you don't have to resit but I would like to have you back on the podcast at some point in the future when wrestling starts up again absolutely good you lost against Chris from Crawley what a surprise as soon as, as, soon as I told Chris from Crawley to suffer like did he get that Tony Mamaluke question he got do you know what I'm struggling to remember but he got five and a half and I'm pretty sure... Hey, well, where was these half points? I know. I'm, I'm pretty sure I gave him half a point for Nunzio, which is what I should give you, right? Um, uh, you know, there's nothing but corruption in this. I'll have to listen back to it, but you may very well have got exactly the same as Chris from Crawley. But... All right, well... There is a little bit more pressure on you to get more because you're a wrestler and that's your job. <laughs> my job is to my job is to entertain a crowd, not not no trivia. <laughs> is that is that you telling me you don't want me to pay you for this? Maybe trivia man is a gimmick I've not been utilising properly. Maybe we need to go down this angle. Mm, if you want me to help you out on People that, people just then. need to be like, "Do you remember this?" And I'll be like, "Yeah." <laughs> and that's the entire gimmick. I'm pre- yeah, I'm pretty sure I gave him half a point for Nunzio. Well, little Guido was actually the name he went by for that. Oh shit, yeah, give him that, give him that. Yeah. He deserves it. Chris. Uh, what have you got to say to Chris from Crawley? 
You're dead to me, Chris from Crowley. <laughs> when I find you, and I will find you, because I know everyone whose name starts with the same letter of the town they're from. <laughs> you and me, you and me are going to be knocking heads, sunshine. Do you know where Crawley is? Uh, no. Okay, good start. <laughs> Jean Winnie, thank you so much for joining me on Tuesday Night Jaw. You've no, great thank sport. you for having me. Out of all of the quiz appearances I've had this week, this has been one of them. What, what was the other quiz? <laughs> nope, no, there wasn't one. <laughs> this, this, this is my only quiz, yeah. Can you, do, can you do a little bark for us to say goodbye? Oh, what? What? Yeah! There's my actual dog looking spooked. <laughs> so sweet. What's his name? Argus, like the shop. Shout out to Argus. Does he have a, does he have a big catalogue? <laughs> no, but he's, 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 uh, he's useless, bless him. Argus like Filch. What a lovely name. Oh, he's a good dog. You're a good dog. Thanks for being on. <laughs> Cheers, boss. <laughs> Bye, love. <laughs> Bye. She's saying like, jaw, 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 jaw. Neck and neck there between Chris from Crawley, Chris from Crawley and Jean Money. Nice one, Jean. Nice one, Chris. Still, you know, no one's getting near Colin Russell Ames at 9 out of 10. Let's see if Andy from Gosport has got what it takes to be our guy. She's saying like, jaw. Andy, hello. How are you doing? I'm all right, thanks. How are you? Yeah, all good. Good. Now, you said that you'd smashed a wrestling crossword in one go. And, and then you now yeah. fancied your one chances at... Okay, one sitting. You now fancy chances at Big Pop Master. Are you feeling confident coming in? Yeah, I am, yeah. Okay. I feel like I've got quite a good knowledge of, of wrestling that doesn't really serve me in my day-to-day <laughs> life. So, I think now's the chance. I think a lot of wrestling fans feel the same, to be honest. So we've had a few big pop masters so far. Did you get a chance to listen to them, and how did you do at those? Yeah, a few of them. A few of them. The, the guy, the guy who got nine, I matched him. Did ya? Okay. Carly and our reigning champion. So, how long have you been a wrestling fan? Tell me about your love of wrestling. Oh, like uh, since I was ten. Okay. How old are you now? Uh, I'm 30. Okay. And, Two thirds of my life. And and do you find yourself going back and looking at stuff from before you officially started watching it? Yeah, I find myself doing that more than I do watching modern wrestling, honestly. Okay, okay. Well, that's good to know because today's um, episode of Big Popmaster, there's quite a lot of 90s in there. So... All right. You feel all right about that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's get straight into it then with question number one. In in 1990s Royal Rumble match, the WWE champion and the Intercontinental champion came face to face in an encounter that thrilled fans and laid the groundwork for their WrestleMania matchup. Who were those two champions? Was WrestleMania 6? Uh, that would be Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior. Correct, correct. Well done. One out of one. Good start. Now, staying in 1991 for a moment, at that year's SummerSlam, which tag team beat the Nasty Boys to win the tag titles? 91. Uh, 
Legion of Doom. Correct. Legion of Doom is correct. Two out of two. Question number three. In the following year, 1992, Hawk left WWE to go to Japan. Who did he team up with in New Japan Pro Wrestling? That guy became Power Warrior, which is what he was dubbed in the Hellraisers. But do you know what the guy's name was? Uh, was it was it um, Animal's brother, uh, John Laurinaitis? It wasn't. It was Ken. It was Kensuke Sasaki. Really hard on that. Sorry, I just came out left field with a New Japan question. Still going well though. Two out of three. So you're matching Colin as it stands. Question number four: Which Japanese promotion established in 1995 is known for its crowd-pleasing death matches, including stipulations such as glass and fire coffin creation, uh, cremation, even no rope barbed wire, three-way board alligator, and lemon salt and mustard death match? Is that DDT? It's not. It's Big Japan. Oh, man. It's Big Japan. Keep going, though, man. Keep going. I believe in you. Question number five. Talking of brutality, Cactus Jack lost a Texas death match at WCW Halloween Havoc 1993. Which star did he lose to? Vader. It was Vader, correct. Skitting. Question number six. Which superstar did Cactus Jack hit with a flaming barbed wire bat during their Hell in a Cell match at No Way Out 2000? Uh, That would be Triple H. Correct. Well done. Question number seven. Living Colour went to the MetLife Stadium to play Cult of Personality for CM Punk's WrestleMania entrance in which year? Uh... 2013. Correct. Punk's last mania, I believe. WrestleMania 29. Correct. Question number eight. Which sports person crashed the ring at WrestleMania 31? Unexpected. 31? Yeah, WrestleMania 31. Which sports person? I'll tell you, one of the people what, that was Rousey. in the ring. Yeah, correct. I was going to say one of the people that was already in the ring, The Rock, but now you've got it already. No no clues. Question number nine. At ECW Hardcore Heaven 1994, Mick Foley asked for the crowd's help when Public Enemy interfered in his match against Terry Funk. Do you recall the bizarre way in which the crowd reacted? Um. Is this when the ring got flooded with chairs? <laughs> yeah, correct. They rain chairs into the ring. <laughs> I, I didn't actually know like the moment, but I've, I've seen that. That's like that a clip. Yeah, I think what happened was Foley and Terry Funk were going at it. Public Enemy interfered. Foley sort of went, "Can we get some help from the crowd?" Thinking that somebody would just chuck in one chair, and then the whole ring got flooded with chairs, and and they had to make an announcement like, "Please, no more chairs." <laughs> no one sat down for the rest of the show then <laughs> gosh can you imagine I'd, I'd love to be at a moment like that it's one of those things like you couldn't have scripted it it would have just been brilliant to be there wouldn't it oh no unreal <laughs> and finally then question number 10 
1994, outside of the ring, fans went bananas when WCW threw a ticker tape parade at Disney World to celebrate signing which wrestler? That would have to be Hogan, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, of course it is. It couldn't have been anyone else, could it? Right, what have you got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight out of ten, one behind Colin. That's really good, man. Really good score. Are you feeling pleased about it? Um, yeah, chuffed. I, I always worry with Big Pop Master because I, I always have to say to people when they ask me about it, like a lot of people I think listen to it but don't want to get involved because they don't want to like, you know, they're maybe nervous that they might not do very well. But what I always like about it is I think it gives people something to like go and research afterwards, like, you know what I mean? Something to go and watch back or something. That's what I always hope for it anyway. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, now, now I've got the show name for that moment in ECW so I can... Exactly. Exactly. Enjoy. Thanks so much for joining me. Is there anyone you want to say hi to while you're here? No worries. If you yeah, don't. I'll say hi to my mate Kurt, who I'm probably going to see in about 20 minutes anyway, but when hey. you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> hi, Kurt. Hello. Thanks for listening to Tuesday Night Joy. Andy, you've been a wicked sport. Thanks so much for joining me. Well, thank you very much. You take care now. Bye. Bye. Tuesday Night Joy. Eight out of ten? Are you kidding me? That was wicked and in your face, Hustle Malone. <laughs> Andy from Gosport, bringing it back for the fans. Delighted that he scored eight out of ten. Great innings. Now, can my final guest of the day beat him and get more than eight out of ten to become the overall big popmaster bab of the day? I've asked Flash Morgan Webster from NXT UK to take on that round. Let's see how he gets on. Can he beat Andy? Let's find out. Tuesday Night Jaw. Welcome back to Tuesday Night Jaw. Flash Morgan Webster, how's it going? I'm good. Yourself, Kirsty, how's things? Yeah, wicked. Thanks. Really nice to see you. You too. It was nice to see you back in the ring on NXT UK on Thursday. Yeah, to be honest with you, I think it's one of my favourite outings I've had. Um, I was a little uh, worried with no fans, but it's something I uh, I really got really got into, and I'm really happy to uh, be back. Good and not a bad uh, not a bad person to lose to. A kid, what a what a guy, yeah, what a wrestler. Yeah, yeah, after we shook hands, I said, "Go win the whole thing." So yeah, he's my tip to win it. Oh, super deeper. Um, what's your wrestling general knowledge like? Would you say? Uh, it depends. <laughs> I think it varies. We could. Uh, we could probably go one aspect that's probably really good. Just like if you're talking, you know, uh, theme music from pay-per-views or when title switches, probably post-2001, I'm good. But all over the place, it could be a little All right. Crazy. So the thing is with Big Pop Master, which is what this quiz is called, is generally it's, a, it's about like big wrestling reactions. So it's moments, as it were, in wrestling from all over the wrestling world. So it could be from any time any promotion but i try and keep it to the big ones so okay. let's just get straight into it then question number one. Oh, by the way you're taking on andy from gosport i won't okay. tell you what he got but it's a fans okay. versus wrestlers situation so okay, question number one in 1990s royal rumble match the wwe champion and the Intercontinental Champion came face-to-face in an encounter that thrilled fans and laid the groundwork for a WrestleMania matchup. Who were the two champs? <sighs> WrestleMania 6, before your time. Um, <sighs> Intercontinental, I'm going to say it was... Oh, I'm awful at this. 
I'm going to say it's Warrior and Hogan. Yeah, correct. Well done. One point for both. So one point there. One out of one. Good times. Question number two. Staying in 1991 for a moment. What year were you born, by the way? Uh, 89. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Right, good luck. <laughs> Staying in 1991 for a moment. At that year's SummerSlam, which tag team beat the Nasty Boys to win the tag titles? The Heart Foundation. It wasn't. It was LOD, Legion of Doom. Uh, damn. In the following year, Hawk left WWE to go to Japan. Who did he team up with in New Japan Pro Wrestling? I won't accept Power Warrior, though that was the name he went by. I need his actual, you know, human name. <laughs> uh, John Laurinaitis. It was Kensuke Sasaki, but it might be Kensuke. However you say it, that's who it is. Never mind, question number four. Which Japanese promotion established in 1995 is known for its crowd-pleasing death matches, including stipulations such as glass and fire coughing cremation, no rope barbed wire, three-way board alligator and lemon salt and mustard? Um, I'm going to go with my initials, which is FMW. Big Japan. Oh, okay. it, it's, a, it's a difficult one because I think that FMW did have some of those matches, but the answer I was looking for was Big Japan. Sorry about that. Question number five. Talking of brutality, Cactus Jack lost a Texas death match at WCW Halloween Havoc 1993 to which star? Who did he lose to? I've got an answer, right? But again, I don't think it's right, so... I'm going to say Terry Funk. It was Big Van Vader. Uh, How are you supposed to know? Don't worry about it. How are you supposed to know 1993 WCW? To be honest, like, the point of the quiz is so people go, oh, that sounds good. I'll go back and watch it. So don't worry about it. (laughs) Question number six. Which superstar did Cactus Jack hit with a flaming barbed wire bat during their Hell in a Cell match at No Way Out 2000? Triple H. It was Triple H, correct. Congratulations. Question number seven, a little bit more up to date now. Living Colour went to the MetLife Stadium to play Cult of Personality for CM Punk's WrestleMania entrance in which year marking Punk's last mania? Right, so... um, He came in... um, I'm trying to figure out when... uh, 2000... And seven. 2013. Really? That, yeah, his that last late. mania. Yeah, that late. 29, it was. It was when he wrestled Undertaker, weren't it? Yeah, it was Taker, but I thought, I thought he was out way before 2010 yeah. for some reason. 13, it was. 2013. You've, you've made me nervous now. I'm going to go and double check that, but I'm pretty sure it was No, I think you're right. I do think you're right now you've said it. <laughs> Question number eight. Which sports person crashed the ring at WrestleMania 31? Uh, Ronda Rousey. Correct, Ronda, it was. Question number nine. At ECW Hardcore Heaven 1994. Oh, I was like, oh, I know 2001, like the back of my hand. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, like the back of my hand. Yeah, go on. 1994. Mick Foley asked for the crowd's help when Public Enemy interfered in his match against Terry Funk. Do you recall how the crowd reacted? 
Not a clue. Um, maybe they chanted "fuck you." <laughs> that would have been good. Um, they pretty much did that, but they threw oh, chairs yeah, yeah, in the I ring. Know the answer, I know the yeah. As soon as I started it, were you like, "I flipping know these." You know, oh, they threw the chairs in. Do they throw the chairs into the ring? Yeah, and it piled up. Oh, Christy! <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. You got a chance I to redeem yourself. See it in my head. <laughs> That's the problem. It's like one of those iconic ECW moments, isn't it? As soon as you said it, I was like, "Oh no, I know the answer." <laughs> <laughs> Question number 10. In 1994, outside of the ring, fans went bananas when WCW threw a ticker tape parade at Disney World to celebrate signing which wrestler? 1994. Hulk Hogan. Correct. Well done, Flash. You got four out of ten. Oh, it's bad as I thought. And seemingly every question about Hulk Hogan I seem to know for some reason. <laughs> It was it, all of these things happened when you were a very very small child, so don't sweat it. What I will tell you though is that Andy from Gosport got, got six. He didn't get six. He got eight out of ten in this. Bloody hell, Andy! Fair play. There is no way on my best day I was beating that. <laughs> no, no. Have you got a message for Andy? Go yeah, go, I'm going to say the exact same thing I said to Akit the other day. I'm going to shake his hand and say, "Go on and win the whole thing, mate." <laughs> That's wicked. Thanks so much for your time, Flash. That's been really nice to talk to you. You too, no problem. Thanks for your time. It'd be cool to get you back on for a proper chat soon. Yeah, let's do it. Thanks, man. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye. And there we have it. Andy from Gosport is our overall winner. I had to drop him a line and see how he felt. This is what he had to say. Mate, I'm buzzing. I'm chuffed to bits. I can't believe I'm the the high score of the week, I'm beating Flash Morgan Webster. It feels good. I think I'm going to share We Are The Champions by Queen on, on all of my social media now. Well done again, Andy. You were a badass. Eight out of ten. Do you think, listener, that you've got what it takes to beat Andy and Flash and Chris and Jean and Hustle and Rob and even Colin Russell Ames? Let me know that number again, plus four four seven eight eight two double zero five eight zero three oh seven eight eight two double oh five eight oh three or you can hit me up on Twitter, I'm at Bothers. Use the hashtag Tuesday Night Jaw. Let me know how you did in this week's quiz, either of the rounds, any of the rounds, all three of the rounds. Let me know. I wanna know how you got on and I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. Have a good week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.